Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Swipe up episode 198. This is the show where I share my opinions on current events. Let's get it started, shall we? Starting off with Will Smith is back in the news. And guess why? The exact same reason he was in the news previously about four months ago. He decided to show how much of a complete piece of shit he was and uh, got up on stage during a live broadcast and slapped Chris Rock for making a bad joke. Uh, instead of just uh, waiting till after the show to uh, tell the media how offensive the joke was and Will Smith would have been on the side, everybody would have been on the side of Will Smith. Uh, but instead, he took the opportunity to step up on the catwalk, walk his ass all the way down the catwalk to where Chris Walk was the host of the event and slapped him in the most dramatic way possible and then took his time walking all the way back. It's the most performative uh, way Will Smith could have done that. And that's because I believe he felt bad for laughing at this bad joke about his wife and then he saw his wife's reaction to it uh, not liking the joke, and Will Smith felt the need to show his manliness by assaulting somebody on live TV. Uh, and he apologized for it then, and during what seemed to be a Q&A type of a video, I just recently watched it right before recording, and uh, it was like a question and answer, like an AMA type of a thing. And he was asked why... Um, or if he's talked, I forget exactly the question. He answers like a few different questions. Uh, and it's clearly a rehearsed thing. Like these were answers that he had pre-scripted, clearly pre-scripted and rehearsed because he is not a good actor. Let's put it out there. I think he's one of the most overrated actors. I think he has a specific lane. He's got a lot of charm. I think in rom-coms, he... He succeeds. There's a few things that Will Smith succeeds at in the acting world. And his role as King Richard, I thought, was horrible. Uh, I f there's countless other actors that could have been way better, would have been way better casted in that, that, at that role. Uh, actors that have way more edge than Will Smith attempted to have. Uh, but you can see his acting disabilities shining through in this in him pretending to read these questions as if for the first time and without a single thought without a single beat between reading the question and his well thought out answer to the question there is zero time spent actually thinking like you know this is a scripted he read the questions he had planned out all of his responses in advance because when you read a question, somebody asking you a question, and it's a, a, a heavy question, there's a, going to be a long answer, which all of his answers are long, well-thought-out answers. You would normally take a moment to think of the words, to think of how you want to approach answering this question. There is no time wasted in the moment he reads the question and delivers his answer. 
and both feel like he's trying to be in the moment, but clearly doesn't come off, in my opinion, come off as authentic in any way. Uh, it really, in a lot of ways, he's trying to apologize, but while at the same time trying to act like he's the victim on some level. Meanwhile, the joke wasn't about him, and he didn't get slapped. The only victims in this whole, the original situation, were Jada Pinkett Smith being the target of a bad joke, and Chris Rock, who was physically assaulted on live TV. But Will Smith is acting like he is the victim, and a lot of the things he says really are worded in a way where it's just like he's regretful that it affected his career. He's regretful that his fans now see what a piece of shit he is, and that in time he hopes that they will forget what a piece of shit he is, and they will continue to be fans of his again which of course they will be. That's how people are in modern society. The, if this video didn't come out, come out, nobody would have thought, nobody would have cared, but he just reopened the wound. He made everybody remember how much of a piece of shit he was. And he's trying to do this second apology, like he took four months to rehearse the, the better, potentially better apology. The, he's going to reclaim his status amongst people that, that appreciated him in the past. He's going to change people's opinions of him with this second attempt at an apology. But I think it falls flat. I think it just makes everybody remember what a piece of shit he was. If you listen to his apology, it doesn't feel very sincere. It really just feels like he feels bad that he is the bad guy. That is, he, does, he doesn't feel bad about slapping, assaulting Chris Rock. He feels bad that people don't like him anymore. He doesn't, he, he doesn't feel bad about assaulting somebody on live TV. He feels bad that he's no longer friends with, uh, with Chris Rock's brother. That Chris Rock's mom doesn't like him. That his a lot of people that used to be fans of his, like see who he is, see who the real Will Smith is, and he feels bad that his image is tainted. He feels bad that people see through the facade more than him feeling bad about the assault that he performed on live TV, in the most performative way. He feels bad at the way he treated it. Not that he did what he did. He just wishes he had done it in a different way to where he wouldn't have received the backlash. Which the backlash wasn't even that bad. Oh, you can't go to the Academy Awards anymore. You can still win awards. You just can't attend anymore for 10 years. Which, who knows if that's going to last all 10 years. But other than that, didn't really affect him. Maybe he got dropped from a couple projects. He's a multimillionaire. He doesn't need, he's not working paycheck to paycheck. It's okay, he can take a little break. Maybe take some acting classes. Maybe find that edge that he pretended to have in King Richard. Like he should be thankful that he has the award. I don't know, maybe he had to give it back. He should have just given it back. Oh, the question was, why didn't you apologize to Chris Rock during your acceptance speech? 
He's like, I don't know, it's cloudy at the moment. Oh, he didn't apologize because he didn't think he should apologize. He thought what he did was right. He thought he was being the manly man. He was the alpha in the situation, protecting his defenseless woman, wife. And then he saw the backlash. He's like, oh, I got to apologize now. And then it didn't really seem to help his career. It didn't erase what he did. So he had to wait four months and try and do it again. And let's try and make it feel like more sympathetic this time, Will. Like he's got his PR guy in the background. It's like, sympathetic, sympathetic. We need to get them back. Oh, you are the victim. You are the victim. You're hurt. You're hurting. I didn't buy it. I thought it was, I thought it was bad. I, th- I, I felt like it just reopened the wound. Like nobody wanted to talk about this again. I had no desire to talk about it again. But then he put the video out and I had to talk about it because I didn't buy the second apology which I forgot that he even apologized in the first place. I thought he just waited four months to give an apology, but it feels 100% scripted. This, the, the Q&A thing feels 100% like prepared, everything prepared. He went over it and over it and over it, and you can tell with his bad acting that he's trying to act like he's authentic. He's trying to act like he's coming up with these answers in real time. But he's not a great actor, so I don't buy it. Or that's just how he is. He just just oozes fake in every situation. I've never met the guy in person, so maybe that's just how he is. Some people just like are are constantly fraudulent in everything they do, and maybe that's just the type of person he is. Which maybe, right? He's always trying. He always has a facade built up. He's always trying to pretend to be a different person than he actually is. And the only time we've ever seen who he actually is was that moment where he got up and assaulted Chris Rock on live TV. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really care. I, I, before that even happened, after, after having watched King Richard, Will Smith, in my opinion, was the worst part of that movie, which was a great movie. I know why he got the award, because th- that's what they do a lot of the times in the Academy Award. They just give awards to people who they think should have awards. And if they do, like the reason Scorsese got the award for The Departed, by far not the best Scorsese movie. But they messed up so many years not giving him an award. They needed to do it. Denzel Washington getting an award for Training Day. I like Training Day, but that's not the performance that really elevated Denzel Washington as an actor. I think Will Smith, highly overrated. He is in some of the worst films. His performance in After Earth is one of the worst performances I've ever seen. The worst performance. And he's somebody, he acts like he was somebody who was forced to be in a movie he had no desire to be in. But the reality is, he's the one that put that movie together. Like, that was his project. After Earth, he's going to be in a movie with his son. And his performance is dead, flat, bad. Because that's the type of actor he is. He just doesn't, he's not good. He's got a charm to him. And he's got a lane. He can do a thing good. He has no range. Anyway, enough of my Will Smith bashing.
is take a little break from the Ray Taylor Show to promote my live art streams. That's right. I am an artist as well as a podcaster, and I paint live every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time. Head on over, the best place ever for streaming, youtube.com slash inspired disorder. That's right. Every Thursday at 4.20, you can watch me paint the many faces. Every week, I paint seven new faces of abstract portraits, ink on paper, and you can watch that happen. You can hang out with me while I listen to a classic episode from one of my favorite podcasts. Head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and check it out. Say hi. Let's hang out. Let's have some fun. Let's paint some faces. Now let's get back to the show. Let's move on. Let's move on to Chick-fil-A, the giant corporation, fast food corporation known as Chick-fil-A in North Carolina is trying to, or tried to, apparently there's a big backlash, which makes sense, trying to offer chicken sandwiches to people who volunteered to work. So if you worked for an hour, they would give you five chicken sandwiches, which I saw somebody break down, would it be about $15 an hour if they were to, if somebody were to go in and purchase those chicken sandwiches at Chick-fil-A and people will be like people were saying like well why don't Chick-fil-A just pay them $15 but that's not what it costs Chick-fil-A to give them five sandwiches the cost of materials for Chick-fil-A and labor for each sandwich is probably 50 cents a sandwich so in essence Chick-fil-A would be I mean a lot of food for those that have never worked in like fast food or food food service in general a lot of food ends up being thrown away there's a lot of waste of food when in restaurants and food service and things of that nature so it is really a rounding error to give somebody it really doesn't cost them that much if at at anything it could be like a, a dollar or two for somebody working an hour which is exactly what all corporations wish they could do to pay workers a dollar or two. I mean, that's what they do with prison labor is people get paid a dollar or two an hour. I mean, that's just the modern day slavery of the American way. That's just what American slavery is today. Corporations doing everything possible to pay people little to nothing to do work so that the owners and the shareholders of these companies profit off of the backs of everybody who is just livestock to them we mean nothing to them we are there we exist only to perform labor for them to generate money and that's it there's no incentive for any corporation to pay any employee it's why there are labor laws and that's why it's so important that These Republicans, these religious extremists in the government that are trying to take all of these laws away, trying to take all of these freedoms away, are eventually going to be taking away labor laws as they continue to do, fighting against unions. You know, it's going to be, we're going to have child labor. Wisconsin tried passing things where young kids were able to work later at night. Like, they're already chipping away at all of these laws that are meant to protect workers. 
This is just another example of it. We'll give you five sandwiches for an hour work. I mean, on its face, seems like a good deal, right? Oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to go work. I'm going to go volunteer at Chick-fil-A. And I'm going to get five sandwiches at the end of it. And Chick-fil-A's, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting an hour of labor that we don't need to pay any taxes on. We don't need to provide them with health insurance. We don't need to provide them with any of the things that we need to do for actual employees because they're quote unquote volunteering. And it only costs the company, you know, maybe a couple dollars. Maybe a couple dollars. Because, I mean, they'd probably throw away f more than five sandwiches anyway. The costs for the, the materials and labor, like very cheap. Very cheap. They're not losing $15 every hour somebody volunteers. They're, they're, they're using a dollar or two. It's ridiculous. So anyway, Chick-fil-A. Not a company that I really support anyway. I, there's not really ever been a Chick-fil-A in my area. When I lived in Denver, there was a Chick-fil-A. I went there once to see what the hype was. It was whatever. But knowing their politics of Chick-fil-A, how discriminatory they are, how they fund anti-LGBTQ organizations, how they, they're a very religious company. There's a lot of reasons not to support Chick-fil-A, and this is just one of many reasons not to do that. So anyway, fuck Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like, it's insane that people, like, worship that fast food place. It is weird. Uh, mo let's move on. A single winner from Illinois won $1.28 billion in the Mega Millions jackpot. And I saw somebody on Twitter mention that this will be the first time a billionaire will actually have to pay taxes on their, their income. This will be the first time the billionaire actually paying full amounts of taxes. Uh, and uh, it's sad. It's very sad. Uh, but, you know, every time something like this, I'm not a lottery player ever. Maybe I'll get a scratch. I've gotten maybe like five scratch-off tickets in my entire life. Not something, not the way in which I would choose to gamble buying a little lottery ticket. But every time something like this happens, you can't help but imagine what you would do with $1.28 billion, now the reality is they're probably getting far less of that money. But even half of that money is still like, like 60 million, 600 million, you know, even 500 million. That's a lot of money. Like if I had even a fraction of that, one, I'm taking a break from podcasting. I'm taking a break from making my art. I am, you know, I'm doing a bunch of little things, like going to a doctor maybe for once in my life, uh, taking my dog into the vet to get checked out. I'm doing like little, little things like that, probably buying my friends, paying off my friends' debts, you know, paying off the people that have been there in my life who've actually supported me, you know, financially giving back to them in ways. Maybe buying properties in different places that I'd like to do. Like I'd love to, uh, I'd love to own a home in Denver, San Diego. I'd love to 
get a small plane, maybe learn how to fly. That way I can fly to the different places. Probably travel. I'd probably spend a lot of time just traveling the world and seeing what country I would like to live in other than the United States. You know, maybe buying property abroad to live. Maybe just ditching out on America in general and taking the money with me. Right? Oh, sorry, IRS. I'm taking all of this money with me. Come and find me and just never come back to the U.S. That would be fine. I could do that and just live comfortably on a beach somewhere for the rest of my life. I'd probably end up painting still, but in a much more casual way. I don't know if I would podcast. I mean, I'd still love, you know, watching movies. I'd still love doing all of the things I do to prepare for my podcast, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd be doing it any, you know, maybe I might just as something to do again, much more casually. But yeah, I'd be, you know, I would, uh, I would just, I would be done. I would check out from life in so many ways. If I had even a fraction of that money, like a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, I would be, you, I'd just be done. I'm fucking, I'm already almost done and I'm broke. I would be so done. But 1.28, you know, I mean, if I had the full amount, 1.28 billion, I'm trying to do probably looking into the most effective way to cause positive change in this country. Not that 1.2 billion is like, I mean, that's heavy hitter money for like a lot of things, but like, I don't know how much influence I would necessarily have, but there's definitely a lot of things I would be able to do if I had $1.28 billion. There'd be a lot of good things I could do with that. And I would spend a lot of that money doing as much good as possible while making sure I have enough money to just exist just exist stress-free anywhere I wanted to on a beach away from everybody just not have to be tapped into society just unplug from everything would be would be great so anyway that's that's crazy a lot of money for one person to win from a lottery which you know, all of the people that win money from lotteries end up going broke. So it'll be crazy how fast that person, whoever wins it, you know, goes through the money. Be interesting to see if there's ever any follow-ups to see what they do with some of that money. But usually it doesn't go well. Usually on the long run, it, it ends up being pretty bad. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the many faces. That's right, I am also an artist. I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at InspiredDisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com, buy original art, buy prints if that's your jam if you want 8 by 10 prints on high quality paper also if you're looking to wear some art there are shirts available 
with original artwork by myself. Select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form. You go to inspireddisorder.com, you buy original artwork, you buy prints, you buy shirts, you're supporting an artist directly. And if you're the type of person that likes to invest in NFTs, there are also NFTs available for select faces. Go to inspireddisorder.com now. And now let's get back to the show. Uh, but let's move on to the last story. Kind of a weird story. Uh, statues of Breaking Bad's Walter White and Jesse Pinkman were unveiled in Albuquerque. One of my favorite shows. I love Breaking Bad. But the show is about these two guys who cook meth. They're like anti-heroes. They are bad people. And I get honoring the show, and I get how that's like the show brings kind of like tourist money in some ways to New Mexico. It's where the Walter White House is. It's like a tourist destination. People love throwing pizza up on the roof. Very underwhelming idea to go check out just a, a random house in the suburbs. So it makes sense that they would have statues, you know, like Philadelphia has the Rocky statue. But Rocky is like a good, he's like an aspirational figure in some ways. He's the underdog. These guys are cooking meth. There's like a, the, a drug that is destroying lives in this country daily. And they're being honored, these fictional drug makers are being honored with a statue just feels weird it feels on brand for america to like honor fictional characters at all but to like that would be having like a darth vader statue like darth vader's or like a homelander statue like these are bad characters they're i mean i know why people like them in pop culture but like, they're not necessarily people to be looked up to, you know? So it's, it's kind of crazy. I love the show. I can't wait to see the final, ep final season of Better Call Saul. I can't wait to binge watch the entire series of Better Call Saul and then binge through the entire series of Breaking Bad again because uh, I love both of those shows and how they're tying them together. I, I hear is great, and uh, I, I can't wait to spend a, uh, just an immense amount of time rewatching all of those shows and uh, the stress-induced episodes that they are. Uh, but yeah, kind of a crazy thing, these statues. And they're good statues. I mean, some statues you see of people that exist, and they are questionable. They are very questionable as to the likeness of the people they are trying to depict. Like, there's a statue, I think, of George St. Pierre, MMA fighter, former UFC fighter, uh, I believe in Canada. And if my memory serves, it's not the greatest depiction of GSP. It kind of looks like him, but not, not, it's tough. It's tough. But this one definitely looks, looks solid, looks legit, at least from the pictures available here. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. Those are my opinions. Let's do some shout-outs and get out of here. Shout-out to ABC News. Shout-out Now This News. Shout-out Puberty. 
our puppety and shout out film enthusiast. But most importantly, shout out to you. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.